mic check one two one two. I will name this podcast later, episode number eighty four. You I'm correct. your host, Joe Budden. Sitting across from me is my lovely co-host. Wow, what a compliment. Rory Lanes. Yeah, that reminds me of back in the nineties where or maybe that was jail or youth house talk where that's how we would insult men. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at you gorgeous, you gorgeous. <laughs> you ain't about this. Yeah, that was So in, when you were in yeah, group lovely. Home, when you were in group home with men, you were calling them gorgeous. That's cute. Oh my god. Well we back to this again. <laughs> we back to you you and your fucking dateline twenty twenty. All right, so what are we talk what are we talking about here today? First of all, how are you feeling? I know um, you went away to Atlanta for Henny Palooza. I did. I was down there for A3C. Um, it was one of the better Atlanta trips. Uh, Wait, no, was, you were there for A3C or Henny Palooza or both? So it, it was like a fake Henny Palooza, if you will. It was the official after party for A3C for the show that Royce was headlining okay. with Rick Ross. Um, so Go you know, Royce. We, yeah, we brought down uh, half the staff. It was it was a small party. Um, the venue was cool. Uh, shout out to Surf. You and I need to have a conversation about you bringing sixteen goons with you. When you told me it was going to be much less, so now I'm standing at the door like, nah, he's good too. Nah, the guy with the dreads back there, yeah, yeah now nah, he's fine. Yeah, don't, guy, don't pat him down. The guy with the rifle. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't know he's fine. No, don't check him. He's got a nine. Shout out to Surf. Way to go, Surf. Son, I was sitting there like, Surf, I hate you so I'm much. I'm telling you, right that's now. why I don't hang out with fucking Surf, man. He knows way too many, like, I can't travel this way. I was out, I was I walked outside because I seen Surf out there and Jonathan Mannion was out there and I went to go grab Mannion. I said, "Oh, Surf, you're here. Come on. How many are you with?" He said, "16." I I kind of thought he was joking and then I turned around and saw. I said, "All all of them are men." He's like, "No, no, no. We got bitches." It was it was two women, one of which I knew that I went to college with, so that didn't count because she was already on the list. So it was just it was 16 okay. grown men. So I have two quick <laughs> two quick points here. Oh. Uh, one, I don't know this information because I'm not hot. Are rappers still traveling with uh, large entourages? Is that still a thing? Uh, I think surf. I don't think it's a rapper thing with surf. Well, well I know. I'm, I'm not really talking about <laughs> surf at the moment. I know there are a few people that travel that way having nothing to do with what they're doing. Uh, but do rappers still carry entourages of 15 people? Shit, no, I right? Know. I don't be in spots that rappers be at. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. No, the fuck, I don't. Yes, you do. You 100% do. Name name three off rip. Go. Atlanta, Miami, <laughs> that was Houston. You're talking about cities in general? I'm talking about places that the rappers be. Rappers be in the United States. You were in Miami. That's a very open-ended. No, you were in. I was saying like venues. <laughs> you you were you were in Miami. You be in New day, York at day parties. Rappers in Miami go to day parties. Go to the Clevelander. Rappers go to Henny Palooza. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because we invite them. So you lose this by default. You be exactly where the rappers be. You invite when I, the when, rappers. When I'm working. You invite the rappers and tell them where they should be. Well, I guess I lose this anyways because I'm in a room with a rapper. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All right, now I'm fucking derailed on what we was even talking about. Uh, but I had some, some hip-hop oh, dirty Got shit. Oh, no, no. Surf was great. I'm, I'm just fucking around with Surf. Even though that story's true, I do love Surf to death. That's why I let all 16 of his friends in. I love Surf. I'm not going to, I don't know about to death. He's cool. <laughs> well, with Surf, you have no, cho no choice. <laughs> when there's 16 men around. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> this is going too far. Surf going to kill me. I'm just quiet. <laughs> Surf, this is just a joke. Um, but anyways, the next day I actually had a whole Saturday in Atlanta. Uh, I'm just getting myself deeper into this. No disrespect to Atlanta. It's just not my first destination. I'm a New Yorker. Just Atlanta ain't my vibe all the time. 
But I went to A3C. Um, Redman was performing, so I immediately ran down there. Mm. Shout out to Redman. Redman didn't get enough, uh, didn't get mentioned when he should have when we were doing our top 10 lists. But we weren't actually doing top 10 lists. Like, we just randomly blurt out conversation, and then y'all guys, y'all kill us for not... Yeah, you sit and analyze shit on your computer for three hours and go, how could you forget about this guy? Yeah. Redman definitely deserves to be mentioned in that list, so we'll shout him out. Anytime there's a there's a Redman before, I would have ran there too. Yeah, so they uh, they put Redman pretty early on the bill, so it was maybe like 100 people in there, um, mm. which was I was a little nervous about. And then Redman came out and said, I rocked 100,000 people yesterday. I'm rocking 100 people now. It's going to be the exact same energy. I saw this when I saw a Tribe open up for Kanye, and this is going to be an old head hip-hop rant. It's just right. different. I can appreciate that. It's just different when you look at people that have been performing for 20 fucking years, their breath control, they hit every syllable. Like It's like listening to the record, no matter what the sound system sounds like. He brought out Keith Murray. Say what you will about Keith Murray and his health state. I hope it's fine. Didn't miss a fucking lick. Like He was going off the whole time. Eric Sermon came out, did just like music. Like He rocked a show for 100 people that was one of the better shows I've seen in the past 10 years. I DM'd Redman about three weeks ago. He hasn't gotten back to me. Redman, if you're listening to this, check your DMs on Instagram. (laughs) He then finished the show, and Redman might be the plug king. He killing you a promo, man. He brought out his homegirl that had weave shops in Atlanta. He brought out his friends, plugged all their Instagrams. It was like a whole 15 minutes of (laughs) Instagram plugs. See, I'm not, yeah, I can't, I can't. Well, Redman's funny, so he makes everything funny. Redman is funny. So it's easier to digest when he's Red Redman is dope, man. It's so, it's so, you can get away with so much other shit when you're dope. So then uh, they were doing an outcast, because it's, shit, 20 years? 2016, 19, yeah, uh, for AT Aliens. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they did not book Outkast, unfortunately, but they had a live band to do every record from AT Aliens, and they had local artists cover it. Listen, Big Boy and Big Boy and Andre couldn't be here tonight, but we've got Shimon and Raheem from right around the corner who happens to know all of the instrumentals of their music. <laughs> nah, they, they body that shit. Uh, Nappy Roots. Bring did, out the did, pots uh, and pans. Nappy Roots did Elevators in its entirety, which was really dope. And no, they killed it. Yeah, Rory is such live, a hipster. Rory, live music. Yo, can you own your hipster ways? What is hipster about Redman and, and AT Aliens? This is hipster shit when you're fucking 19 telling me about at I'm 26. Eight. Same thing. When you're 19 and you're telling me about how great the Redman set was. Oh, and Outcast couldn't be there, but it was such a groovy set over some pots and pans that the locals Here's did. my issue with you old fucks, right? Like, that's not your hipster, man. This I don't is, know why you don't own it. Because I'm not. Listen, the, the hip-hop <laughs> shit not. we're talking about, coupled with the jean jacket from a few weeks ago, it's a coupled great with what you do for uh, a living and and as hobby, you're a hipster. It's cool. Well, what's a hipster to you? And don't just say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You pose, you pose a, a good question. Let me, let me think. Because let me this is my issue with you old fucks, right? Am I an old fuck? Absolutely. 100% no fuck. I don't feel like 36 should be an old fuck, by the way, but whatever. If I'm an old fuck, it should be by soul, by my spirit. No, like, not by age. No, just because you're annoyed and angry all the time, like old people. 
Yeah, that speaks to my soul and my and my spirit. Why am I annoyed so, and so angry I, all the time? By you get the way. angry, not just you in general, but the older generation gets angry at all the new music. And then when someone my age likes the music from their era, you don't know shit about that. Uh, you fucking hipster. You just like it because uh, it's trendy. Like, just make up your minds. Why do you See, have to be that, angry at both at both ends? First of all, I've had the AT, AT Aliens album before I was ten years old. I had the tape. I want it's purple. Only be Pardon, held, it's green. It's not. I, I want to only be held accountable for the things I say. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not defending uh, you liking music. So I'm from a hipster today. because I had I like AT aliens from today. on. T- hey, let me be perfectly clear. I, I like love... music from today. How can you not like music from today? Well, I do. I, Much I, more I think than you that, do. I think there's a. I don't know about that even. I think that's even debatable <laughs> that you like today's music much more than me. That's I, not true. I pretend you have like the same, I like it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You have the same disdain for the lower quality music, but you are in a position where, I mean, you have to pretend more. Like well, a lot no, of no. your craft and, and what y'all do, that that brand is centered around. But I, I get it when it works and I see it happen. You're just sitting in your fucking basement listening to this music when it should be at a Henny Palooza. Yeah, no, I don't, no, no, no. That's such a, you get, oh man. I, you get such a false impression of a song contingent upon where you, how you receive it. Of course. So I do agree that some music should not be listened to in the basement on your, on your bowl speaker. Everyone in the world will deny it when Rihanna work came out it, they were killing it on Twitter. Killing they it. Were. They, no, were mur- I, I they were. They were. Every last person will deny that they were doing it. They were murdering it. And I said, y'all listening to this in your cubicle with your fucking white iPhone headphones on, not at a day party with a drink and a bitch. Well, what <laughs> happens is a lot of times the sheep rush to judgment. Well, and then when the there's no surprise there. Yeah, they rush. They rush to judgment on something, and then because they're sheep. When the, when the consensus is they're wrong, they follow that. So now you look stupid because you just wavered from your original point. We're off on a tangent because we were talking about Henny Palooza. Yeah. And your disdain for hipsters. Oh, you never answered what a hipster was. I never. Well, wait, 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 wait. wait. I, do I have a disdain for hipsters? Eh. Your tone of voice when you bring it up, it is always in a negative way. But that's that really my tone of voice. Because <laughs> you're an angry no, old fuck. Real. Sin, oh, look sin, at everything coming full no, circle. No, no, Sin has pointed that out to me, actually. That I'm just, and, and she's helped me to realize that. I'm just grumpy. I sound and come off grumpy all the time, even when nothing is wrong. I'm, I'm around you often. You're not happy unless you're complaining. Yeah, but I'd be fine. I'd really be fine, though. Nothing really be wrong. Sorry, so I'm glad you had a great time in Atlanta with your undercover friends, with your, down, undercover your down friends. low buddies. Let me not start so, sounding like beans. You were the one that were just Why saying is, you were in a boy's home calling them gorgeous, and now I have download for <laughs> I love gay people. I'm always on the record with loving gay people, by the way. In what capacity? I love them. I love every gay people are the most honest people. Uh, the ones that uh, have, uh, the ones that aren't in the closet, they're the most fucking, they just saw, are so proud of their culture and who they are. I love yeah. gay people. Gay people are great. They're a lot more honest than fucking the piece of shit straight people that I know. Are you still in contact with the ones from the boys' home? <laughs> All right, you know what, Rory? <laughs> I saw the movie Sleepers, so I'm not even having this conversation <laughs> with you. See, you're too young to even get that fucking amazing Sleepers fucking Oh, I'm reference. a hipster. I'm sure I have it on VHS. 
Have hipsters seen sleepers? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm wouldn't not a hipster. Know. You're a I'm fucking not a hipster. hipster. <laughs> All right, come on. Give, all right, let me answer your question. What is a hipster? Let's do that and get off of this because this was not in our in our uh, plans to talk about. Yeah, right. It wasn't. What 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 is a hipster? Well, I don't like. I have a bad opinion of hipsters because my first introduction to them was like people moving in to Williamsburg into Brooklyn and just ruining shit. And they just have this to stand that they're above and cooler than things because they think they know about things that other people don't know about. And then when people find out about those things, they're no longer cool. To that point, I think that's that's the only issue that I have with hip uh, the term hipsters. Hipsters make it appear as though they are they run hip hop. They are all that that exists in hip hop. Yeah. Well, in the words of, I want to say it was Jerry Seinfeld, if they were really hipsters, there wouldn't be any. Hmm, let me think about that for a minute. Say that again. If they were really hipsters, there wouldn't be any. That's pretty fucking awesome. Because there's a shit ton of hipsters. That's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. I agree with that. But that's, I love Seinfeld. All right, so off of you and your fucking Atlanta weekend. um, What did you do this weekend? None. A- absolutely nothing. I, I wrote rhymes. That's what I did because I have a I have a treat plant. I have something special that I'm trying to put together. Oh, I haven't really seen you in a while. Let me know before my uh before my album drops. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be nice. Oh, well, tell us about it. No, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Don't don't Jack Thriller me. I got. Pop- I watched that on the way I, here. I got. By the way, why? Why not? Jack Thriller did some. <laughs> I, well, I like I like Jack Thriller. Okay, you, you are a friend of mine. I saw it on my timeline. I had time to kill on the train. Naturally, I watched it. Jack Thriller a while ago did some fuck shit. I don't remember what the fuck shit was. I think he saw an interview that I did, and he felt a way about it, and then he went on to bash me in interviews. So when I, I called him and I checked him about that. Prior oh, to no, that. no. Yeah, prior to the interview. Uh, this was a while ago. When uh, This was at maybe one of the Summer Madnesses or one of those uh, smack uh, URL events. I saw him and I immediately checked him about it, and he apologized. So that's why when that two chains and Jack Thriller shit popped off, it wasn't so shocking to me because I had my own experience in fuck shit from Jack Thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first time doing an interview with him since, uh, and it was cool. It's cool. My thing about interviews, they all ask the same exact shit. So then. My brain can't help but think why you didn't do do your due diligence and you did such a lackluster job yeah, but see, at your I, job. And I know you, and I know that makes sense to you and probably a lot of other people. But I know, uh, and I know it's tough Come to on, not be to yourself. Me. But it's like everyone, in the universe like everyone yourself, else the in the world, sometimes you have to put on your fucking happy face and push something for a bigger picture. No, you don't. Why? Why do you have to put forth a happy face when you're not happy? To sell something in business? Yeah, I think we all do. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But at some point, you I have to like put that face on. I don't like I think we all do it. Yeah, I know. You I can't think we account all do. For, for what everybody fucking does. How can you account for what everybody think we all do it? You don't know that. Well, I can't account for all six billion people on the planet. So what the fuck are you speaking <laughs> for them for? But are you not selling something now? Are you, are you trying I, to I sell the something? Relation. Yes. Yeah. You're trying We're to sell with, something. Yeah. We're going with yeah. Uh, within business, unfortunately, 
perception is one of the larger things. And when you're selling something to a consumer, you want to make them feel good about it. And when you walk into an interview oh. and you come off as a fucking dick, which I'm not saying you, you did or did not, but no, you're right about all of this. I'm a bad salesman. No, oh, I know, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. Yeah, what the? And fuck? I know it's. I know it's Damn. very hard for you to pretend to be somebody else. But I'm looking at this like, yeah, but he's he's independent now. He's depending on himself. Sometimes you can't just sit there and be like, yeah, no. Even if the questions are fucking retarded. Because I'm not even quite sure if I could repeat the three questions Jack Thriller gave in that interview. But at the same time, you still have to I put, can. You still have to put yes, a bit of a facade I, on I can, though. He said, he said, uh, he said uh, I spoke to the rest of the guys in Slaughterhouse. So I got their answer. Now let me hear it from you. Have you guys broken up? <laughs> well, in his defense. That was, one of, I, the, I, that was I, one of the questions. To my point here, the rest of Slaughterhouse is better at that than you are. So you might get a real answer. I'm not alluding to anything here, by the way. No, no, I'm, I'm following you. You might get a real answer out of Joe Budden. You may get a political answer out of Royce because Royce is just really good at that. If and you and, and, and to me, three niggas but to already. Me, but a to question. me, Royce does not come off as someone fake or pretending to be something he's not. He just knows how to walk into an interview and be like, "This is the answer to your question." Even Royce if his is, brain, Royce is a much better actor than I. Yeah, but, Royce but is at a the same much, time, I don't much think he's better sitting actor here pretending. Than I. He is pretending. Yes, yeah. the fuck he is pretending. Are you kidding me? You know how many people Roy sits in front of and conducts himself in that professional manner that he fucking hates? Right there, professional manner. You're selling something in business. You're nah, independent, nah, dog. I'm, I'm not rolling. You, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and I still am not rolling with that. I, I'm, I don't pretend well. I don't pretend well. So if this is the ninth interview of answering the same exact questions that I have answered for 15 years, I get that everyone did not see this over the course of 15 years. But how do you expect someone to react and respond? Now, professional when there's a great interview, it's the same as it's the same as when you're doing a show. You the energy you get well, is the energy not, that you get. I'm not speaking about Jack Thriller's behavior at all. I'm speaking. Just yes, to you, you are, though. Just to you. But you are, though. You are speaking about Jack Thriller's behavior and speaking you, about mine. You know, just like you said, in 15 years, you've done a million interviews with the same questions. That's true. You know exactly what you're walking him. into. I hate him. I hate every last one of them. So then don't do if I could only, If I could only... <laughs> so don't do them then. I tell Ian that every fucking so, morning. So you're pretending then. Because you're walking into that room when you don't want to be there. Oh, my God. Well, whatever. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> now you're still pretending. It's still you're putting on I, I a facade for a little bit. We all I totally disagree do with it. that. You didn't want to be in that room, but she was in that room. Your original that's not a facade. That's yes, not, it is. Wait, being somewhere that you don't want to be is a facade. Yeah, because you would have stayed home. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. You a facade. Home. A facade speaks to your action. It speaks to the action. Does it take an action to get into a room? What are you trolling me right now? <laughs> no, I'm person? not trolling yes, you. Yes, it takes, it takes an action. I'm trying to get, get you to walk room. out of this podcast, too. <laughs> I'm not walking out of this podcast. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing he said. He said, I leave during confrontation. I didn't agree with that. I, oh, they, finally something you didn't agree with. He asked no, me whoa, what features Wait, wait, hold on. He asked me what features are on the album. I want to tell you. I want to tell you. I've seen you. at. This is why this is funny. This is the only. Who, and I'm not I'm saying not that you're incorrect. You. Wait. I'm just trying to bring another point as someone who cares and who's part of this rollout with you. Yeah, but I said 25 minutes ago you were correct in what you're saying. You're correct. Hey, let me say that again for I'm people I'm trying to convince that. you to be a little nicer. That's all. How, though? Be more of a team player. But how? 
Tell me how. Tell me how to pretend to be nice. Uh, to think about the bigger goal I'm just and the larger picture. Not to quote Lux, but the larger picture here is you are trying to sell albums. I, I know. Me, I know in your cool rapper be, way. I don't. What it's about the music. No. No, it's you're about still math. Tr- you're trying no, 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 to sell. No, no, no. It's about math. You're it trying is. to sell records. Yes. I'm following you here. So when someone sees this person, they don't know because when you're doing these interviews, I don't know how to pretend to be nice, Rory. No, I'm, I'm telling you, you need to. I'm telling you that the, <laughs> the product that y'all see in the interviews is me pretending to be nice. <laughs> like, what do you want? What do you want? Oh, Jesus Christ. If that's pretending to be nice, That is me fuck? attempting to be nice. I fucking, I'm an introvert. I don't want to speak to these fucking Nimrods. Not calling Jack Thriller a Nimrod. But I'm just saying. Just saying. Jack Thriller is, I've, I've seen him outside of being on an interview. He's a smart guy. He kind of plays to the dumber. Yeah, the character. Yeah, it's a character. I like, get he's it. He's a really intelligent guy when he's not around a camera. <laughs> Most people are an enti- They are someone entirely different when a camera's on. Well, yeah. This has of been course. kind of a free flowing conversation, huh? I'm into it. We haven't gotten any of the talk points. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> we went on fucking hips. Am I? Can you hear me in this mic? Yes, I hear uh, you in the microphone. That's what microphones my... do. They amplify Well, I can't hear it in my headphones. <laughs> and what headphones do is make you hear that. And I can't hear that, so look at that. Listen, what happened Don't during... get sassy because Jack Thriller kicked you out the fucking interview. No, no, no. I'm not sassy because of that. Kicked out of that. Shut the fuck up. I'm still, ro- I'm still rolling with the, the tax narrative. F- listen, so, so let me... So, all right, so let's address what's happened during the week. What's happened during the week is... Okay, I'm going to say this first. I'm going to say this first. Right, because I'm not harping on this because I'm not allowed to harp on Drake anymore. But Drake did the whole rant on from stage in Toronto, right, where he was super fucking tough. Fuck you niggas, oh, yeah, yeah, six. Yeah. I fucking kill all you niggas that go over there by myself. You niggas can't do nothing because I'm the boy, right? And I saw it and I said, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? But I mean, cool, you're the best rapper in the world. You fucking the biggest guy. Go ahead and do it, right? Three, not even three days later does God agree with me and he sprains his ankle now, jumping up and down and got to cancel the three tour dates. I thought that was funny. I know I'm not allowed to talk or laugh anything, Drake, but that was funny that he was super tough and then God said, what are you doing? Now your ankle's broke and she got to cancel the tour. <laughs> Is, But that's my warped sense of humor. I'm not... Is harping Drake, on anything. Is Drake the D-Rose of performers? <laughs> that was time, like, wait, that little letter. How many, how many rappers do you know, period, that have either tore their ACL or hairline fractured their ankle, period, in their whole careers? He's done both <laughs> in like eight oh, years. Man. Which, hey, hey to all the OVO fans that I think we've all lost on this podcast, I am going to chalk that up to him being that... an active performer. But wait, time out. I don't think that's... He should stretch, though. Hey, like, OVO, get a trainer. OVO fans, I don't think that's fair that we lost y'all. I don't think that's fair. That's they not like, fair. They liked us before. Yeah, but that's not fair. Because we were fair. very Team Drake. We're still Team Drake. <laughs> that's... I, well, Yo, how come that. that's so hard to get for people? Because you're angry in interviews. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm off of you. On to Drake's friend, though, because this is where I'm concerned a bit. I didn't watch much of the Giants game, right? And ladies, don't be alarmed because you heard a sports team. We're not going to keep this as a sports conversation. Well, the Giants have Odell. And However, Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. now, right? I watched the Giants 
lose that fucking game this past week. I watched Eli attempt to force and shove that ball in pockets that did not exist. And after the game, Odell Beckham is doing a fucking interview laughing and joking and talking about him in an imaginary fight with the fucking net from the game before last week. He told us the moment he stopped are having you fun with it. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Like, are you this much of a fucking idiot? Does he have a touchdown yet this year? He, I ain't seen no dancing memes, so I'm going to assume no. I don't think he has a touchdown this year. So I want to ask, in all of Odell's greatness, because he is great, Phenomenal. He seems to be a lot more about the name on the back of the jersey. And that seems to be, it seems to be becoming a detriment to the team. And it's painfully obvious when you start doing an interview after a loss, your third fucking loss in a row, by the way, about fighting of the net punching you in the face after you hit it out of frustration because you can't control your fucking emotions every fucking Sunday? Am I off in this? Or do I, am I just <laughs> no. a Giants fan that's like, because well, yeah, I'm a Giants fan, I feel this way? You're certainly getting your talk radio on with the, he cares more about the name on his back than the squad. But I hate when people say that Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. No, you were very talk But only because this is my team. You were very much the guy that's never played football before in his life. Because, but, but, and but, I have played football before in my life, by the way. Just because I didn't come to y'all little hipster Nike games that y'all had in the we, park. We, we, Some we, more hipster shit that you did, by we, the way. We preferred the term influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chill, Nike Football Society was amazing. And it was. And I'll, it was fight, some, I'll fight over that and shit. It was I'll some, die for this Nike Football Society because shit. Because you're a fucking hipster killer. <laughs> <laughs> you're a hipster killer. <laughs> First Listen. of all, hipsters have guns. They're just vintage guns. Because this is my team, Rory, I sound this way. Because I think of the other top wide receivers in football, Julio Jones. I've, I don't even know if Julio Jones has a voice. They're bowling right now. <laughs> yes, they are. The they're, Falcons they're, are I don't know what bowling. happened between last year and this year, but they're rocking. Yeah. Well, that was a bad year. The year before that, they were great. Yeah. Yeah, and, they, and just they, had a, they had a bad year. And they lost a lot of, a lot of those I never, games I never were close lost, last lost year. Faith in the but, okay, but listen, have you ever heard Julio Jones say a word? Nope. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Calvin Johnson, really heard him talk. I know he's retired. Wow. But I really heard Yo, him now talk. Now you're like the white walk, uh, talk radio guy. Des Bryant, <laughs> we've heard talk, but that's because that's the homie oh, and it's shit. Dallas. Look what happens when you move to the suburbs. This is crazy. I've always lived in the suburbs. Yeah, adjacent. What are you talking about? Adjacent. <laughs> I'm so not hood. <laughs> I don't pretend to be hood, by the way. If any of y'all out there listening thought that I pretended to be hood, No. Actually, the opposite. When you drop out of school, you got to pretend to be smart. <laughs> pretend to be hood. But listen, I've never heard any of the other top wide receivers in the league say a fucking word. So for well, you this said guy Des to Bryant be, doesn't say a word. Whoa! I said he's in Dallas, and that's the homie. We've heard him talk, but when he speaks, he's speaking passionately Chad, about football. Did Chad Johnson speak? Did T.O. speak? Well, you take, you taking speak? me back to the '90s, dog. That's not the 90s. Well, still, I want to say that. You're taking me back to the 90s, dog. You're such a hipster, always bringing the 90s back up. <laughs> yeah, they spoke. But I'm talking about today. I'm talking about currently today. And uh, fucking uh, DeAndre Hopkins, never heard a word. I've never heard him talk. Well, they're allowed to speak. AJ Green, speak I've never heard say a word. I think you're upset about 
what I'm they're showing, speaking about. No, I'm showing you the behavior. And first of all, Des, Des Bryant is in, you said, in Dallas. Odell is in New York. Media is crazy in New York. They don't have a, a fucking camera in his face every five seconds. That's much more than any other wide receiver in a different market. I would love to hear my young third-year, first-round, top star receiver after a heartbreaking loss, your third loss I'm in not a agreeing row, with you there. I'm just saying, like comparing it to other receivers. about the loss and not spend your time in front of a microphone discussing an imaginary fight that you had last week in a loss with the net that hit you back when you hit it. That's what I'm saying as a Giants fan. That's what I'm saying. So we'll go from me being a Giants fan. Let me get all my frustrations out. Well, this one is on a positive note. To me being a, a Nick fan, you can see how all how life is. You see why I'm grumpy? <laughs> this is why I look up a Giants fan. I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, Derrick Rose's trial. Yes. Has been underway. Me being the avid Nick fan that I am have been keeping up with every single detail of it all. And I don't want to come off as insensitive guy, but this is going to get thrown out. <laughs> this is, this is, I, th- I think it is too. This, and of this, course, is, this is going down. No Sorry. On the podcast today. Uh, I mean, I think it, it running to a civil suit off rip. You, one could assume this was money. This was not a criminal I wish case. Maul was here because Maul did say all of this the entire way. Yeah. Uh, and Maul is is one of my NBA living room insiders. <laughs> you got to have some living room insiders. Yeah. Well, Maul couldn't be here t- uh, today, by the way. His mother's birthday. Yeah, so he's doing some fly Joe, shit for Joe didn't for text him and say you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> and then never address it. <laughs> is that, yo, people make me out to sound like such a shit ball. Because you are a shit Should ball. be making total sense in my head. <laughs> That is not what happened, by the way. That's 1,000% what happened. Wait, say that one more time so I can make sure that's not what happened. You texted a person and said they were fired and then never spoke about it again. Yes, that is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say after you're fired? You're well, fired. I'm not having Come sit down and let me pour you some coffee and tell you why. <laughs> like, what are you talking like in my head, it was your friend, you asshole. You know, in my head, it was your friend. Sounded so retarded. Business never fucking personal. And fuck Marissa. She's, you should be saying fuck Marissa too. She stole our sleeper pick. She stole our <laughs> sleeper segment and ran it over there with Maul and the girl whose name I don't know. The other Maul. Oh, is that why we brought Maul on? What? I'm now seeing your plot here. I didn't even see it. And it was oh, right in front of my face. Goodness gracious. Wow. Um, hopefully that Derrick Rose stuff can get squared away. But in the interim, Brandon Jennings is balling. Sorry, ladies, but you got to know that around fall and winter, we got to talk sports for a minute. Brandon Jennings doesn't look injured at all. And I'm excited about that. He was scoring and passing. He looks great. I was really excited. But it's pregame, so... I've I've gone down this rabbit hole before with the Knicks. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm a battered wife when it comes to this team. I always run back when I shouldn't. Well, and, I'm not. I, and I'm not going to quickly go back just because the Knicks are telling me they're going to be all right this year. They're going to change. They brought some more people in. The Knicks are like the the girl. Yeah, the no, girl. I've been down this before plenty of times. You love this. <laughs> you love going down this. I I know I love the abuse. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm not talking about the Knicks' overall chances and their sh- the shot at the, their shot at success. I have them at the I have them at 46 games. That's about where I have. That's them my at. prediction. But I've been saying that Derrick Rose and Brandon Jennings are going to go down before All Star break. And looking at Brandon Jennings, <laughs> Gee, thanks. 
looking at him, it was it's I know it's preseason, but it's good to see him move like that. Shout out to Brandon Jennings, who always wanted to be a Nick anyway. So wait a minute, time out now. So I, do I still get flack? I, I, I foresee so much fucking shit. You know how much flack I got for the uh, blog TV interview, well, mistake interview that I did with Brandon Jennings after that draft that Ste- uh, I never saw it. Stephen Curry it. went to fucking uh, the Warriors when he should have went to the Knicks, and the Knicks picked the the bum whoever he picked. Well, uh, we picked. I don't even remember his name at this point. You can't pronounce it either. Uh, way. Some bum- Jordan Hill, Jordan Hill. We picked him. Oh, I thought we picked an Eastern. No, European we picked we picked point. Jordan Hill, and then right after that, Brandon Jennings went, and that was my man. So we were talking, but I was on Blog TV, who had recently started recording everything that you blogged. So they recorded <laughs> me with him on speakerphone, basically saying how the Knicks should have picked him, and now he's going to shit on them <laughs> for not picking him, and he got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Why did he get in trouble for that? Because he was now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And I'm going to go shit on the Knicks. Why are you saying what team should have picked you and oh, where you wanted right. to play? I suppose. Oh, I didn't get that part that he yeah, wanted to play. Yeah, no, he said a play. lot. I wanted to play in New York. Right. That's home. Uh, I thought Rain, he was from California. Uh, they, they need a guard. I don't know why they didn't pick a guard. They're picking up power forward. Uh, uh, Raymond Felton's a bum. Uh, like he was, we were talking like niggas. He was talking like he was talking to his nigga. So you're the feds. That's what you are. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, Sorry, okay. man. <laughs> now I see why I put the S at the end of the so year. Now it makes so, sense now. So shut the fuck up. So now he's on the Knicks. That, yeah, you make good jokes sometimes, <laughs> but but I don't know. Something about what happens afterward throws it off, so it's not really funny. Really? It's your timing. Is, it, is that, that No, my timing's fine. It's your timing. You're just sensitive, and you mask it. It's okay. Moving on. Uh, no, we're did. not. <laughs> Am I sensitive and I mask it, Rory? Huh? Would you stop? Oh, I see what's happening. I see what's happening here. It's only me and you here. Maul is going. We haven't done one of these in a long time. We haven't. Right? The people have been telling you you side with me too much, so now it's just shit on Joe time. Am I, I sensitive don't and I mask it well? No, you're not. Fuck. Geez. You're very insensitive, which was my point this whole podcast. Get a little bit more sensitive when you're not in the booth. No, no. Listen, I say, I say you're right. You're right. You're right. I need. I do need to attempt that. This is the first album where I'm actually concerned about math. This is the only the only album that that uh, that is uh, that way because this is my first time being truly independent. Oh, we were supposed to talk about. Uh, that's what we were talking the, about. Birth the word. Of, the word flop. Oh yeah. Birth no, of a nation. We're all over the place. But yes, let's go segue because unfortunately, rape seems to be a topic of concern with three different areas with Derrick Rose, with Nate Parker and his movie Birth of a Nation and Donald Trump. So Nate Parker. Nate Parker. Give us backstory here. Because uh, I, I didn't I didn't even know this information until you told me. Yeah, we've actually been meaning to speak about this on the podcast, but for some reason we always forget or, or talk about other shit. Um, Nate Parker was in college. Him and his roommate, who was also a writer on Birth of a Nation, um, got into... I guess you would call it an incident with a woman. Um, She was very intoxicated, and both of them had some form of sex with her. I actually read through the whole phone conversation, which was recorded, I would imagine. And it's a little weird. I'll be honest with you, and you you know uh, with my bitterness and chip on my shoulder, (laughs) usually I'm not the quickest person to, to run to the feminist side. Uh, but it was a little, it was a little weird. Um, the woman was definitely with Nate and was only around him and wanted to be with him. She mm-hmm. got p- 
pretty intoxicated mm. and was not with the shits the next morning. Mm. Yeah. And it seemed genuine in the phone conversation because she seemed very uneasy and concerned on what happened. Very much different in the Derrick Rose case. Much fucking <laughs> might, different. Might, might I add. Which is why familiar. they're all getting tied together. I saw a woman, who I'm not going to say because I know her, tweet, Kobe did it, Derrick Rose did it, Nate Parker did it. How do you know that? And why are you <laughs> tweeting that? See, my thing is certain allegations are so serious. There's no, there's really not much information on this Derrick Rose shit at all. And I'm not saying, I'm not siding with anyone here. I'm making that clear. But I just wait for information to come out before I run to a fucking side. No, I've sided. Nate, uh, well, I've yeah. sided. I'm with Derrick Rose <laughs> on this one now that I've heard all the information. Well, we have we, information we can't say on here. No, 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 that's not true. I, this, this, the trial is happening now. So the information is coming out. Derrick Rose has been on the stand for the last two days. Which he shouldn't um, be on any stand. They put the, they put, but listen, they put the girl on the stand. She cried, cried, cried. Okay, great. We got that from you. They put Derrick Rose on the stand. It, it sounds like the judge is fed up with the prosecutor. They're talking mm. about he might declare a mistrial. Listen, they, they, the prosecution withheld three text messages that helped the defense's case. The girl didn't foul till two years after the fact. She continued yep. sleeping with Derrick Rose and his buddies. To, uh, for two years after the fact. It's just, it's just a lot of holes there. And let me tell you something. Chicks got to start owning, my bad, Roy, and chicks oh, got to no, start owning their fucking trains. And I know that sounds wild here, but... You, you're you, dabbling you fuck, into deep water yeah. here? And I agree with you, but okay. you're dabbling okay, into... Okay, so let me preface this then, because <laughs> I don't want to offend very, anyone. Please be very, very clear is what I'm telling you. I don't want to offend anyone here. What I'm saying is this, just so I'm clear and concise. Trains are happening. Very much so. They are. It's especially with MCs and athletes. Consensual trains. Add that in. Yes, consensual, consensual trains. So all, what I'm saying is if you're having a consensual train ran because people are into whatever they're into, own that shit. Mm. Own it. Don't, don't use it as collateral or leverage to then try to jam a nigga up. Because in the Derrick Rose case, and I wasn't there, so I don't know what occurred, but when you don't foul till two years after you continue screwing him and his friends and then you ask for money and you're told no and now is an issue, I have an issue with that even in relationships. Do you think that deserves jail time? What? Yes. Yes. I agree with yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. As and, someone and, who and, has been through this. And to anyone who thinks we're being insensitive here, Women that accuse men of rape and women that are raped, these are two totally different conversations. We sympathize 1,000% with women that get raped. I think that's disgusting. Continue. Yeah, let me please say I, that. I want to make sure Listen, that's clear. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And anytime a woman claim, screams rape, I, I don't immediately think she's lying because I think women, think we either. all think that. <laughs> Which ain't Do the fuck. Yeah. They think we're all pieces of shit that think every woman is, or every woman's lying. I but, watch way too much uh, channel ID to ever think that that's <laughs> yeah. not true. But in a lot of people's cases where we are not raping women but are listen, in my domestic, desirable, you get accused of it. In my domestic abuse case, Rory, mm -hmm. the young lady was able to foul and then the next day feel like she did, didn't want to be bothered with it at, at all. Yeah. So you were angry, you felt the way, you took action, and then the next day you were able to wipe your hands of it because well, it didn't really occur. And now... The next two years, I have to prove this to somebody. 
Well, the court system is there, designed there's for There's no women. repercussion. There's no recourse. There's no action taken upon women who recklessly try to jam men up. I know that comes off as insensitive to some people, but there needs to be some type of... The same way women yep. have all of these fucking support groups, we need men support groups. <laughs> we do. I've been saying that since bitches been allowed to get in the club for free before one and niggas always had to pay. I've been saying it. Why is we there need not, a hotline. Why is there not this a nigga, too long. Why is there not a nigga night in the club? Hey, yo. I don't care about your little A-O. <laughs> the wording there. I'm just saying a night where I'm not all, going to that night. Well, me neither. <laughs> me neither. Yikes. Why would I want to go to that night? Well, I guess that answers that question. But still, all these fucking years, it should have been a night where niggas didn't pay to get in the club. All right. We're we just got to go to the club and fucking take our hats off every fucking night. Fuck you. But could you imagine? Fuck you, guy, who gets to tell the guys that we can't <laughs> yeah. wear hats yeah, in the tell club. Tell her to take her weave off. There could be some shit under there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, somebody needs <laughs> to fight wig off. for men's rights <laughs> is what I think. But I get it. I'm a fucking nutcase. All right, could getting, you imagine though if they brought that to Congress that women would have to do jail time for accusing men of rape? It's perjury, so I don't see why it's not pursued. My little sensitive moment: I had to walk into high school as a freshman in high in high school at fourteen, fifteen years old, and be called a rapist. Yo, <laughs> that, that as as I lost my virginity, this is how I entered into fucking sexuality <laughs> this was the first thing i had you know what's funny and, and i'm 26 now and you you hear my misogynism here if i would have had a fucking hotline i could have been a more nice guy this is what's funny so i've been watching um the family which there's only one season for they didn't they weren't re-upped Yo, for dog, a second season we, we know like it's three episodes yeah we know they canceled the family have I been talking three about episodes, that a lot? Three episodes. No, not three episodes. Yes. Oh, I've been talking about it for three episodes. Yes. We know it was canceled. We understand. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Rory. But my point is, this is why it was weird watching The Family, because it had a lot to do with uh, sexual predators. Mm -hmm. And one of the characters on there, that's probably one of the reasons the show was canceled, they kind of made you feel bad for one of the characters who happened to be a sexual predator, but only because... He took a piss in a park. Oh well, yeah, That's in a the... school zone. Mm. So now you're a sexual predator. Boy, his life was jammed up after that. Uh, the gentleman, the football player in high school, that got accused and then uh, recorded the girl. Like after he got out of jail, recorded her saying that uh, it was a lie, and now is suing her for a large amount of money because I think he had to end up paying some money for that shit. Yeah. Yeah, all of that is... That's jail time. I just did fucking six years <laughs> for your lie, and now you're just good. Everything's fine? Oh, at least yeah, I'm out of jail, right? Money doesn't make that okay with me. No. Like, I, I, you know, I watch a lot of these crime suspense stories because I'm a sick, twisted fuck. But when somebody is wrongfully accused and then they, they get out and then they're awarded X amount of dollars for each year they spent, that you can't replace time. Like, no. I can't imagine... I, I salute street niggas. I do. I do. When they when they brush off, nah, it's just, it's just a three to five. Three yeah, to I five. Sit, <laughs> I'm going to go sit for five real quick and be good. Huh? Wait. Wait. What did you just say? I'm going to go sit for five really quick and be good? No. I don't understand. I, I, got, I salute street niggas. Yeah. I'm in, uh, all, uh, I'm in awe of that train of, train of thought. 
I don't want to do an hour in general pop. I've done overnighters and I'm. <laughs> That's why I start paying my child support. <laughs> I keep going to jail. <laughs> That's why Trey's been around. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Hey, oh, this is horrible too, but ch- paying child support, and this now now we're really just f- having a free flowing conversation here. But paying, I, I hope people are paying child this. support, if you're not enjoying this, man, <laughs> our bad. Paying child support and taking care of your kid and taking care of your kid's uh, mom. Is expensive, and you have to do all well, three. We, we spoke about this since. We, you have just, to do all three. Let's just get in full men mode here. Oh, yeah, I we, think fucking the receipts, invoices, all that shit need to come from child support. Where did you spend this money? Yeah, they and the judge tells you to give receipts. If you if you ever hand your child or your child's mother a dollar, the judge expects you to have a receipt for that away from child support, but not a receipt. That's for her. not a, yeah. That's not even realistic. <laughs> like. That was always my thing to the judge. Like, really? I'm going to give my kid $100 and then ask him for a receipt or go get a receipt or go write down every time I give my fucking kid some money? You know, how do you sound? Do you have kids? Yeah, that's a tough thing to say to your kid. <laughs> How'd you feel about the debate? Uh, it's, it's hard to watch. Uh, we, we, it was the same consensus I had the last time. We're watching the season finale of America. <laughs> Yeah. We are. Oh, I really don't want to vote for either of these fucks. Yo, it's very important that if you are not registered to vote, please register to vote. Contradiction to me. I know it I know it I know it presents wait, 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 wait. I know it presents quite the conundrum and and you have to be of mature mind to even understand what I'm saying. But you well, number one, you have to register to vote. Uh, I think the deadline is October 18th. If you are not registered, please do so. Please do so. Um, shout out to Nipsey Hussle, too, who I saw started a uh, registration drive on Crenshaw. I love Nipsey Hussle, by the way. Nipsey's great. He doesn't get as the credit a, as, as a person. rapper, as an artist, as a person, probably more so than the other two. Absolutely. He is a really good guy. And I don't say that like him and I are fucking bestest buddies. I think there's a mutual respect, but he's just a great guy. From from what I see, he, he's great. Yeah. He maintains the right amount of low. Well, shit, when he... Uh, but he it, still curates his base. This isn't a plug. It's just it happens because it, it makes sense here. When he came to Henny Palooza in L.A. I was there. That's why I'm saying it makes sense because we're talking about him and the three of us here. Uh, he pulled up in a car with one person, his girlfriend, walked in, did a song real quick, said hi to everyone, chilled, smoked, and then left. Didn't come with a thousand people. Just that, that's came. awesome. <laughs> Nipsey's awesome. Hey, Nipsey, super, if you're listening. Mature, if you're I'm listening, sure he's nice in interviews, too. <laughs> he's much nicer than I. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I see artists that are much nicer than myself, I'm envious of it. I believe it. Joel is like that. Joel can turn it fucking on and hate you, not want to be there, not want to do it, not want to answer it. Mac Wilds, another I just, one. I just saw Joel at Sweet 36. I wonder if he really didn't like me. Shout out to Joel. <laughs> I, I saw the video for the No Pant the No Panty premiere uh, with him and uh, Bodega Bands, where to me, Joel, I got a lot of Ray and Ghost from that, like Spanish Ray and Ghost. I don't know if they did that on purpose. Oh, I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't see it. Yet. I'll send you a picture because I screenshot no, Joel in a yellow robe. <laughs> 
pause. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Roy, you are set <laughs> out to crazy. make you are set out to make me this gay. This is just getting nuts. I don't know what it is. What happened this week in Atlanta with you? <laughs> oh, hey, touche. <laughs> Hey, I'm just, I'm just pointing out some Listen, shit. Man. You came back from Atlanta. You're trying to make me gay. We're talking about rape. This is just yeah, weird. What's happening, man? Where's Maul? Where's Marissa? Marissa's not walking through that door. All right. Well, let's get back on track to end the uh, the birth of a nation thing. Uh, they, they're not seeing it because of this Nate Parker case. And of course, I just said that I, I how much it was kind of rapey his conversations with that girl. Okay. But again, it's probably not my place to say, but I think that movie is much bigger than that individual's case and what you think of him. I have yet to see the movie. I would like to see the movie. I'm apprehensive on seeing the movie because I don't know. I always feel a way about movies that I know are going to make me feel a way in real life. Yeah. Like when I'm going to walk out the theater, Fruitville Station. That uh, was a tough one to watch. I felt a way. Phenomenal movie, though. Leaving that theater. And I don't even think the movie was that phenomenal. I, phenomenal. I just think because it was real and we now got to see the course of this man's day and what we felt, yeah. No, I think they grasped, even with the low-budget feel, if you will, I think that grasped it even more. Yeah. Yeah, Fruitville Station was a tough one for me. Um, Malcolm X was a tough one for me. There's another one that was really a really tough pill to swallow that came out recently, um, but I don't remember because my short-term memory is really bad. But I have yet to see A Birth of a Nation. I am going to see it. You're saying that people are saying that this movie is a flop somehow? It is a flop. How much money did this movie generate? Uh, from what I read, they've already recouped all the money. So I'm not quite sure your definition of a flop, but I wouldn't call that a flop. If in less than a week I have all the money that yet, I yet invested a, into it. <laughs> yet again, here we are blaming 50 fucking cent. 50, this is all 50 cents fault that you imbeciles do not know the direct meaning of flop. So let's talk about it. And I take that back. I shouldn't call anybody. I shouldn't, I shouldn't begin name calling because people don't know something that's wrong. Um, mm. Flop. But injustice is all 50's fault. No, this is 50's <laughs> fault. 100%. 50 is the reason that fans have no idea what flop means. So in business, if this gentleman, Nate Parker, spent, and I'm just throwing figures out here, if he spent $10 million. I'm sure it was much more than $10 million. I know, but I'm just <clears throat> Well, not saying, him, in, just in general, if, the budget. If $10 million were spent. This is what and, I read. That and $15 million was made, that's not a flop. No. That's not a flop. So I'm always, you know... Um, the music business was always reliant upon fans not being very savvy. And then fans began to get more and more and more knowledgeable. And then the music business had to find new ways to trick you because <laughs> yeah. technology helped you so much, right? So I was always confused when fans would start calling things a flop without having enough information to determine that. Like, we never know how much these labels or artists are spending um, every artist is spending a different amount, so Europe, every artist's objective is different. Like Kanye is going to Hawaii, he's going to fly everybody to Hawaii, he's not leaving Hawaii. If you want to come work on this shit, you got to come to Hawaii. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's, it's wild shit. Or he's going to London, him and Jay, well, they're locking in. They, they think everyone is on the same playing field. If you're a rapper, you are compared to every last rapper, no matter what the deal is. 
today, so with the beans, with the bean shit going on right now, right? We have yet to touch on that at all. With the bean shit going on right now, I saw somebody tweet, you know, this is when Bean's anti-gay remarks were floating around, and somebody mm-hmm. tweeted, if he keeps that up, he's only going to sell 18000 his first week. And I immediately thought, if Beanie Siegel sells 18,000 records in his first week, if he's independent, he's doing jumping jacks. <laughs> That's amazing numbers. Beanie Siegel is jumping up and down, happy as a fuck if him and... That's what I learned from that well, Charlamagne let's also interview. BM, make it BM. clear. He wasn't. He never said he had. He said he had a project coming out, but he didn't give a date. He just said he got music coming. So I wouldn't let anyone expect a Beans album to come right now. A Beans album is coming. Mm. Now I'm not, right now. No, I'm not going <laughs> to jump out there and say right now. But a Beans I, album is coming on that I, Charlemagne interview. Who's handling Beans business right now? And I'm asking because <clears throat> this isn't a shot that anyone's doing. The, uh, on the interview. On the interview. And the hat that he was wearing, I don't want to fuck it up, but I think it was B, uh, BMT, or I'm fucking it up right okay. now. But there's a group of people that mm-hmm. have invested in Beanie Siegel. He okay. did a deal. And I, and I want to make it clear that my point here is saying uh, I'm not doubting anyone in his corner, but to put an album out independently is extremely difficult. If Beanie Siegel were that to put out... That requires the artist to be very much involved in putting that album out when Beans has been very much used to a structure like Def Jam and Rockefeller. Mm. Mm. If Beans has put out a independent album before, I stand corrected, but I'm going off an artist that is used to saying, I'll be doing the creative shit, I'll be delivering amazing music, you guys package it and put it out, let me know where I need to be. How did we feel about, uh, well no, that's not what I want to ask. If Beans were to put out an independent project six months from now, what do we envision it selling? Remember, we used to try to guess the numbers when the albums came out. Why did we yeah. stop doing that? Because enough mm-hmm. albums didn't come out. I used to do that in Kevin Lyle's office and win all the time. I don't know if that happened on this podcast where you won all the time. We I weren't. Did. We <laughs> weren't keeping track. I won. I won Meek. <laughs> did you? Yeah, and it was brought up on the Breakfast Club. That's besides the point, though. Come on, give me how many <laughs> records uh, Beanie would sell. Beans would sell independently. Uh, first week. Or in total? Uh, both. Let's do first. We always, we always did first week. All right, week. so do first week. Uh, I'll give Beans 12. I think if Beans were to sell 12,000, somebody would be happy somewhere. I, I see Because I, I don't think he would spend I that I think much a lot money. of Beans consumers have gotten somewhat wind of what's going on, but are not sitting at their house waiting for a Breakfast Club interview to come on. So Beans being independent and not having that machine behind him to get to the consumers that typically buy a Beans album is very tough. This was my problem with the two Beans disc records. I have refused to listen to any of them. I listened to them both. Beans is still a phenomenal MC. That'll never change. Still to this day. The voice alteration does does affect a lot. I, I can't, and I don't know if that makes me a bad fan. I'm sure his lyrics are there. I just, they I are. Can't, I can't listen and to the beans flow is still. there. Everything is there still, except like for hurts. his voice. It like, but because Beans' voice was such a great delivery that it's just so hard to hear it that way. And, and I know it's from unfortunate circumstances. Which and sucks. I would like him to get a mix down on both of those disc records because they those, those beats that he picked brought me back to Rockefeller last decade, especially Another. the second one. Even to the it mixes. even made us accept his voice on the second one. Well, me anyway. Let me speak for myself. Even even to the mixes, that goes back to 
being an independent artist used to a structure. He now has to be responsible for getting his things mixed. He's not passing it off to an A&R. I went a lot of years <laughs> in my career without mixing music. Yeah, I, I think, remember. I think that was your sound, though, at that point with the mixtapes. That was kind of everyone's sound during that mixtape era. Yeah, I kind of wanted the music to feel like a old cassette. <laughs> if G-Unit fucking mixed any of those records, they wouldn't have sounded as good. No. And then you know what's funny? Let me tell you what's funny about that. So I went I went fucking all DJs these... were stealing dats. You think the dats were mixed? <laughs> I went all these years without mixing, right? And a lot of fans complained about the lack of mixing. And then on Moon Music 4, I mixed the entire project and people complained that it was too polished. <laughs> <laughs> they claimed it was too clean. Listen, man. <clears throat> people gonna find something to complain about. Especially fucking Joe Button fans. Um, let's see what else oh, well, happened. Char- Charlemagne fun. with the beans thing. How do you feel about that? What that entire interview? Well, did you listen to the entire? Interview? Uh, yeah, I watched it. Um, I-, I watched the entire thing as well. I, I think with uh, I mean, I totally understand from Breakfast Club uh, perspective, that's clickable having beans back on. But I, I think tax. That's did, really clickable. I think tax. No, I, that's why I get why they had him on. But I think tax did such a phenomenal job with that beans interview. I didn't need that. And I think Charlemagne asking those questions, which may have not been asked on Texas podcast, weren't necessary. Charlemagne was doing his job. I'm not I mad. Totally, I totally disagree. With I'm that. not. I'm not mad at Charlemagne at all. But on, it, it, it was kind of like berating him at some point, and it was just. It was kind of like the Dame shit, just more aggressive. No, that is, I got a totally different interpretation from watching that on the Tax podcast, which was an amazing podcast. It was great. Shout out to Tax. Um. My only issue was Tax may not be the best interviewer. So he really did himself in the podcast a great justice by not interviewing him, by just letting I th- him I think Tax have- not saying anything was what made it so phenomenal. I agree. I'm, and I'm not a- to Tax, it's just because Beans has so much to say. Let, I, let him talk. I think that's a good interviewer in that instance. I'm agreeing. Let someone speak. So in that part, I think, yeah, Tax did a great job I'm there. agreeing. And now that that interview was mainstream and widespread, because it was. That was the best podcast of the fucking week. Probably one of the best podcasts of the year we said last that. week. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's hear someone counter some of these points. Let's hear someone with a different with a different uh, way of thinking ask some questions. Do you think Charlemagne asked them in the right way, though? I listened to what Charlemagne had to say about the uh, tax podcast on his podcast, Brilliant Idiots. I didn't hear that. Because, I I mean, I had to hear that because I had to see if your stance was exactly the same. Mm. And it was. His stance was exactly the same. He had the same points, the same questions, and he asked them with the gentleman sitting in the room. I thought he handled himself extremely well. I never get the people that, that say someone was punked because the other person sounded more aggressive. I don't ever understand that. Well, I didn't they're, they're see the people. There's the people that think the louder you say your point, the more valid it makes. Yeah, y'all are idiots. <laughs> I, if I'm trying to be nicer, I shouldn't say that. But y'all are not. Y'all are unsmart. <laughs> like for real, Charlemagne was firm in his position. He repeated a few questions. That that's what I. Was that it was almost was like point. badgering at the end that's, that's, was because he had already answered those questions. But at at the, I like the fact that you can tell that Charlemagne and Beans had some rapport. Beans was Beans, Charlemagne was Charlemagne. I just will never get any time somebody says that somebody was punked because someone else no, was more aggressive. I don't think he was punked. Not at all. It was great. So I enjoyed him asking the you questions know, that he asked. You know what I enjoyed? 
which no one spoke about, is envy fucking just trying to come up with questions on the fly <laughs> when Why? you refuse okay, to speak. Okay, now time out. Hey, time out. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why me... did no one mention that? Envy just sitting there like, uh, uh, so what's up with Beans? Uh, what's the future with Beans? And are you doing an album? <laughs> like, he was just sitting there. Let me use just my... Just trying to come up with shit. Let me use my podcast to air my personal grievances really quickly. <laughs> um, watching that interview, back to a, a point I made a few podcasts ago, do we not see how Envy is not the A mic on The Breakfast Club? Well, I say by definition he's the A mic. He intros everyone. He does the segments to commercial. He intro that Beans interview, <laughs> and after his four-word <laughs> intro, all right, y'all, Breakfast Club, Charlemagne was right there the rest of the way, which of is... Course. Which is an A mic. And totally yeah. outside of that, Envy, I put that fucking Styles freestyle out. Uh, my freestyle featuring featuring Styles, Rage in the Machine, October 21st. Make sure you go get that. Help me celebrate my independence. Um, and Envy going to retweet it talking about, yo, Styles killed that verse on that freestyle. <laughs> like, huh? I mean, he did. <laughs> don't, don't look at me that way. Yeah, he did. Styles didn't kill it. Yes, he did. He did. Mm -hmm. Part of why I called him. Styles is great. You can ne you can never say Styles killed it and be wrong. He's a, a phenomenal MC. That's not what I'm speaking about. I'm just playing devil's uh, advocate here. <laughs> really, Envy? Like, really? Well, and Styles and killed it? In really? In his defense, Styles did kill it. What's our next? What's what's our next <laughs> talk point? Rihanna's fucking Travis Scott now. She I unfollowed she was doing Drake that on Instagram. You're I know a, I'm not you're allowed. You're a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh my god. I am. Holy shit. I, I am. I am. Hey, I pillow talk with my girl, man. What do you want me to do? We talk about shit. Girls like talking about that shit, and you have to be able to to fucking listen and sound like you want to hear it when your girl is talking to you about stupid internet. How shit. many people does Rihanna? Not follow? saying that Sin did that because I definitely brought it up to her. But anyway, yeah, sure <laughs> she's pillow talking with you. You're not yeah, pillow talking yeah, with her. yeah. Sin's great. Sin's great. Fucking Johnny Patty. Yeah, How many people does Rihanna follow? How the fuck do I know that faggot? I don't fucking know. What? So people are sitting in her follow shit and refreshing it and seeing who's not there anymore? She's only the biggest star of the generation. Oh, she also came out during a Beyonce set. I thought that would be. Wait, big. Beyonce brought her up? Uh, if I read that correctly, now oh, you're that, now you're uh, scaring me from saying it. But, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to say it now. Uh, Beyonce brought out Young M.A. and A Boogie. Did she? Mm -hmm. At MetLife. Get out of town! Well, the queen, well, we know that she loves the Young and May record. Mm -hmm. We know she loves that record. A Boogie. <laughs> Yo, can you just stop hating on A Boogie with the hoodie? Oh my like, he's God. dope. Just accept it. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're only my friend to tell me what's dope that the young people like. And then <laughs> so, berate me for it. <laughs> so, yeah, because you're a fucking tarantana, but it's fine. All right, uh, You had some T-Pain talk you want to talk about. That's in my talk points right now, since we're organized now. No, 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 no. Let me see. T-Pain, right? I was listening to a record, uh, the record that Maul actually played for the sleeper pick, Dreezy featuring uh, T-Pain. Amazing record. Amazing record, right? I was listening to this record last night with Sin and Ash and Ash. Hi, Sin and Ash and Ash. Hi, babe. Um, and somebody said, wow, I love this record. And then I immediately hark, harkened back, harked back to... Um, 
when I was putting out, uh, I was trying to put a record out, my last album. Was it All Love Lost or No Love Lost? One of the loves All lost. Love, yeah. And I was trying to get T-Pain a record. And I remember when, the record. when E1 was telling me they that T-Pain wasn't really hot, so why would I do that? And at the time, I think T-Pain wanted 25000 for a verse and a hook, which I'm such a huge T-Pain fan I would have no problem paying T Pain twenty five thousand for a verse and a hook, even if I, I deem it. I to might have the record in my iTunes. Oh, the record that we wanted him on. Yeah, I was about to say, did T Pain send something? No, why is <laughs> why is it not out? Whoa, wait a second here. No, 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 the record we wanted him on. Yeah, so no, no, don't play it because I'm still sending that record to him. I texted him the other day and said it's on my bucket list to work with you. So whatever, nigga. <laughs> Yo, I can see how niggas don't really fuck with me. Look at the texts I send niggas wanting to work. Um, well, shit. He also lied to us about how popping Dwayne Wade's uh, bowling party was. So I don't trust a word oh that come God. out of Dwayne. Oh my God! Yeah, what a lie! What a lie! But when T when when E one told me that that T Pain wasn't hot, I was confused by it. So I asked Ash and Sin, Ash and Ash and Sin. I said, "Could T Pain ever not be hot? Like, is cold ever really cold?" For T-Pain. And the first thing that they said was not really because T-Pain basically reinvented a, a, an entire style of music. I agree with that. Yeah. Couple that with the fact that you have to have hood classics and hits to be in that category and be in contention for the never being uh, cold category. And T-Pain has both. I can't, and I know that T Pain is not current on radio right this second, and I know the younger people may not be blasting T Pain and their vehicles right this second. But you can do an entire T Pain set in the club. I'll take my Tupac in the club argument that I had with Maul at my pool gathering a few weeks ago. You can do an entire T Pain set, and the club is going to rock for quite some time. I don't think Absolutely. you're going to disagree with that. Well, you know my love for T Pain. So if T-Pain and, 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 oh, and they also said when I was having this conversation, they said T-Pain is very much like Dream in which they both can put out a bunch of records that we don't really give a fuck about, but we give a fuck about them. <laughs> yeah. I, we I, don't have to check for every single underground Dream or uh, T-Pain release. Rory, I agree with your tweet about 1977 being a very underrated project and Christina Milian not getting the credit <laughs> she deserves for inspiring that amazing Dream project, even though I do think Dream's last album is Tridash, by I the way. I thought it was an EP. I listened to it. Nah, he put an album out. Oh, maybe I missed the album. He put it, yeah, you, you did. It was, it was Not a lot of people knew about it. Not a lot of oh, people okay. knew. I'm just such a big Dream fan. I listened to it. It was trash. I hated everything about it. Well, look at God. When I was in Atlanta, uh, I was at a hookah spot, and I ran into uh, Boo. Boo, for the people that don't know, is Akon's brother. Uh, and I mentioned that when I got back to our table, and a young woman said, what the fuck is Akon doing? Yo, you know what's funny? I just said that last night. <laughs> but not in the way you would have said it, though. Oh, okay. As in, like, he's not relevant type shit. And it, it had me thinking that there's certain artists like a G-Unit can do that and Akon can do that, tour around the world and make $5 million in six months. If, if Yo, so let, me right tell now, it, so let me tell the idiot fans out there, when you have a record slash records or a body of work that you can perform for the rest of your life, you're never really irrelevant. You're not really irrelevant. And I was trying to think of artists... 
in urban commentary music that have more money than Akon. Did you say commentary? Oh, I, I may mispronounce that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, could wow. Be, could it be the James? That sounds Monroe? like an ill, ill genre. <laughs> oh, you're not on that yet? Commentary. <laughs> the See, that's why it worries my friend. <laughs> Hipping me to all the cool no, slang. I'm, no, I'm incompetent. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you would have to hear the very first time that I heard the term say less. Did I tell you? I have to tell you that story? No. But I, let me finish my uh, but it con- convict rant. Right here, but go ahead. Uh, I was saying with, with the artist that Akon is responsible for, why doesn't fucking convict music get the credit all these other crews get? Uh, number one, it doesn't sound as cool. <laughs> you got Akon off rip, obviously. T Pain. T Pain. And now you. Lady Gaga. Nah, she never repped convict, even though she was convict. Yeah. She didn't rep it. But okay, let's let's give you Gaga, T Pain, Akon. French Montana. Don't lie, French Montana. Red Cafe. What? Oh, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, he rapped Convict. Come on. He was Convict music. Jeremiah was on Convict music. French rapped Convict for what I feel like was a few months. He repped it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeremiah was on it. Vado was on it. Knock it off, Rory. A lot of people have been on Convict. Yo, you know what's funny that you right, bring, you so bring yeah, this up? You, you not knowing what Say Less means because you're old as fuck. Oh, wait, I was about to go into something else, but fine, let's stay there for a minute. So, fucking, I was having a text Young conversation Berg was with, on uh, Why do you know all of this? <laughs> I'm, a music, I'm a music connoisseur, what can I say? Wait. I'm a hipster, what can I say? Oh, my God. All right, so Say Less. I, we won't get into Say Less shit. Albie Al taught me what fucking Say Less meant. I had no idea what it meant. I thought it meant Say Less. Like, Say Less. Okay. It, well, it does mean Say Less. Yeah, in, in context. <laughs> Whatever. Um... I had another point to get to. What were you just talking about? All of this. Oh, so one day on this podcast, funny you bring that convict shit up. One day I wanted to talk about some of the greatest crews in hip hop that never existed. Can I get one example? The so commission. No. Okay. Um, whatever that name was of Ja Rule, X, and Hove, because that picture was floating around the internet. They were supposed to release an well, album. Technically, it was sp- I, if. Since you're older, correct me if I'm wrong. It was supposed to be Murder Inc. and then Murder Inc. It never happened, and Murder yeah. Inc. became Murder Inc. That is what happened. Yeah, with the freestyle over the doom doom. You know the fucking. And freestyle. there was the source cover, XL cover, whatever it was. It said Murder yeah. Inc. in the front before Murder Inc. was a thing. I ain't gonna lie. If Ja Rule, DMX, and Hove would have became a group, that would have been like the the Hall of Fame class of Garnett, Duncan, and Kobe. That would have been better than the Commission. Yeah. Hmm. Don't chill. Don't the sleep on Charlie Baltimore. Hove. <laughs> Big Charlie Baltimore. Foxy Brown. No, not Foxy Brown. That was the Charlie Baltimore. Charlie Baltimore. I feel like somebody's missing from that. They're gonna but kill whatever. us too. I don't. I don't fuck. I don't remember right now. I don't know if it was Cam. I don't. I don't remember who was supposed to be in the, in the But I know that the crew was supposed to be ill. Foxy might have been. I don't know. Well, she was. I don't know if you ever heard of the group, the Firm. The Firm. She was in that one. I know. Well, do we count the Firm with Cormega? <laughs> yeah, because that never came to fruition. Outside of that album, which people deemed a flop, I really enjoyed that album. I don't know why, why that album why was that a flop. Why did what? Because it didn't sell what a group of that magnitude was considered to There's be. There's two sell things that then. I found out weren't a flop was when Dre got on, forgot about Dre, and said the firm flopped, and I was like, I didn't know the firm flopped. And then when I got on uh, Twitter and everyone hated Tribe's last album, be- two things yeah. I never knew existed. You're in the age <laughs> group where you would miss that. 
Yeah, people thought that the firm flopped. That album came out a while ago. And and yeah, people thought the Tribe's last album was bad. I like Tribe's last album. Damn, man, I was just getting some. You're just consequence uh, biased, that's why. No, I don't think I don't <laughs> think it was it was uh trash. I had an amazing point that I was about to get to from all of this, and now I don't really remember what it was. <laughs> Jesus, my memory is bad. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> This has been all over the place. This is either going to be an amazing podcast. This is great, or, though. Or fucking horrible. I love this. I love the fact that we have hopped all over everywhere. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty good. I'm into it. What else do we, what what else, what else occurred? It's been, it's been kind of a slow week. Yeah, the only thing I think we left out my talking points was uh, Trump, Trump being a rapist, too. I think that was it. I'm 60 grand away from recoupment. <laughs> That's so so we gotta sell your album here. So tell, I have, tell us why we should buy it. So I have to <laughs> yo, I hate that question. That might be one of the worst that, questions an interviewer could ever ask me. That, that's like when a girl asks you, Why are you single? and you're secretly a sociopath in your head, and you're like, <laughs> I don't think you want to know the answer to that. <laughs> why are you single? <laughs> oh, bitch, you have no idea. Because <laughs> uh, I should be, bitch. <laughs> Yo, this is anytime you and I get in a room by ourselves, it ends up teetering the line of could be offensive to someone. And I don't want to be that way because this has been last, one of the most politically correct conversations we've ever had. In the last week, I have followed quite a few feminists on uh, Twitter. They be going hard. Good luck, yo. <laughs> they be going hard, too. I don't have the capacity to do it. No, I do it. I do it. I don't know why I do it, but I do it. I used to defend, and of course I attack feminists all the time. I used to defend when people would be like, you tweet too much, this and that. I'd be like, this shit is in my hand. Feminists, do y'all have a job? <laughs> Who can tweet that much? Yeah, I don't really understand. I don't really understand that one either. I never understood that I used one. to, no, I used to defend that. I'd be like, shit is in your hand. You know what's You funny? can work and tweet. The other day. But I don't, <laughs> the feminists be going off. The other day I thought, because so many people say it's just Twitter or that used to be a it's saying. Never, no, it's not it's just Twitter. It's just Twitter. I've so, never, ever, ever thought it was just so Twitter. So the other day in in my very euphoric state, I wondered, well, as I was scrolling my timeline, I wondered, a lot of us would, what would a lot of us be doing without Twitter? Twitter is very fucking helpful. And of course yep. I say that from the viewpoint of an independent artist. But I see so many people I mean, thriving sure, in their business from Twitter. So without it, if if it were to just disappear tomorrow. Twitter changed music, I think, even more. I think streaming happened because of Twitter. And I know that's a weird thing to say, but I think it's put artists to consumer way more than Facebook or Instagram or any other social platform could because you update your Twitter so often. Facebook, you don't do that as much. So you're living and dying by what's being refreshed there. And I think that instant gratuity there, I think I'm using another wrong word. Gratification. Thank you. Instant gratification. Uh, I think happens with, with streaming and having your entire music world off one click. I think that's how consumers became. And I think that's why independent and why labels are, are dying right now is because, shit, I could open my phone, my artist say, hey, here's a record. Click Spotify link. That's a great, you know, speaking of, I would like to invite any major label recording artist to come on this podcast and tell me how you get paid. <laughs> no, really. 
I, I would really like to know that. I'm having a hard time understanding, and this is just me and my brain. I know I'm a little off sometimes. I'm having a hard time understanding why people are so quick to relinquish their rights today with technology being the way that it is and with labels taking all that they're taking and offering what they're offering. How are you getting paid? There's You're getting be, paid from the same ways, if not less, than me. I, and I haven't independent been, uh, acts. I haven't been in the Def Jam office in a long time, but I see they're signing people, i.e. Dave East, which I thought was great. But in the same instance, they have to change the deals. Like the way Kevin and Lior did the 360 deal when the music industry was changing a bit. Like there has to be a new structure of signing somebody. I'm going, and I wouldn't know anymore because I'm not involved in that world anymore. I'm going through that Lord. now with my, with my publishing agreement. Mm. which was signed in the year 2001. Well, well, publishing, I mean, shit. Between between MP3s and now streaming, you can't imagine publishing is even remotely close to what it used to be. Well, no, I would say it is one, but I think in 2001... There's got to be publishing to a minuscule of a click now, not buying an album. In 2001, (laughs) publishers totally ignored independent acts. And the game has shifted in a way where you can't. There's plenty of revenue to be collected from being an independent act. So you've had to modify the publishing agreements. So I'm currently going through that right this second. Um, but, yeah, I just don't see it. Maybe my, my views are a bit skewed here uh, because of my stance and where I stand. Mm-hmm. My stance and where I stand, which is the same exact thing. Go, Joe we're Button. Just, we're doing great with words today. Yeah, <laughs> fucking amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Joe Button. Uh, my stance and where I stand. Fucking smart idiot. <laughs> Where's Jack Thriller when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, by the way. Yo, what else happened this week? No, it's been a slow week. It's been a very slow week. Really? I think we kind of covered a shitload. I'd ask Pat where we were with time, but I have no fucking hey, idea. Hey, Pat, where are we with time? Pat, were you laying on the floor? The fuck? I don't know what type of yoga shit Pat was doing just now. <laughs> Way to go, Pat. Jesus. Hour and some change. That's about right. I still feel like I'm missing something. Hour and 18. If I'll figure shit, it out whenever my we My words and my math are wrong. Every time we leave this podcast, 10 minutes after we go, I say, God damn it. Why the hell didn't I touch on that? All right, we'll have Pat pause it, walk out. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing that. We good. Um, uh, the album Raging Machine out October 21st. I have to do that here because uh, I feel like this is the only place where you can get Joe Budden uncensored and like really actually being himself and not having to deal with fuckhead I th- uh, interviewers. I, I thought you were always yourself when you walked in the interviews. I am, but I'm guarded, of course, <laughs> because I'm answering the same exact question. Guarded? Is that a facade? <laughs> Rage in the Machine <laughs> album, October 21st. I'm going to continue to promote that, even if A-Rab does not. <laughs> Listen, man, A-Rab hasn't tweeted in like five years, so oh, don't count. Man. A-Rab has contributed way more than I could ever ask him to, so A-Rab can continue to do whatever the fuck A-Rab wants to do. Rage in the Machine is Shout coming out. Shout out to A-Rab. Next week, next week uh, my album is coming so, uh, out. Joe and it's hard. Fans, I will try to convince him to do a listening session Next week. Let me warn you guys now, my, my shit ain't. How do you even classify this album? It's I, not I'm, emo. I'm so excited. It's not see. romantic. It's, <laughs> it's not either of those things. So it's either going to be really, really, really good or really, 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 really bad. No no bias at all. It, it It's a great album. I'm just... It's cannot, like car music. I cannot wait to just see... 
It's car music. You're fucking, it's, and your fans just go nuts at you. It's phenomenal rapping. That's well. Why would my fans be going nuts to me? Because it's not suicidal, right, depressive. The f- yeah, the fans that love all love lost. Slit your wrist. I'm seeing. I'm seeing a few of those people out there. The people that are like, I saw somebody. Oh, t- I think Lucy tweeted some bum shit. She tweeted. I don't know. Yo, who Lucy is. Joe put out all love lost and made me hate everybody, and then went and fell in love. <laughs> yeah, you ain't shit for that. Yo. Uh, can we? You're, na- you're the uh, you're the friend that says we'll stay single all summer and then goes and gets a boyfriend. <laughs> you're that I'm, chick. I'm Beyonce <laughs> talking about all my single ladies while she's fucking <laughs> while she's married. married. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. The album's hard oh, though. Man. It's a hard out. It's a good listen. It's the most concise listen I've ever put out. I normally am, but fuck all that because all I've lost was mad lo- long winded with mad bars and that nobody a gave a fuck. Nobody bars. cared. Nobody cared. Did they not care? I ain't selling a fucking record, so no, they ain't care. Oh, I like the album. And E1, let me tell you something. Now that I'm truly independent, I fucking recognize how much money you niggas made, you rat bastards, without <laughs> paying me. I'll audit you bastards real soon. <laughs> let me throw that out there for the record. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ray, fucking Ray, Allen. Rage is hard. I had to fucking, I texted Joe when I was listening to it into my office, and I said, dog, I just listened to the intro, and I think I might suplex Janice in accounting over a copier. You should. <laughs> Intro's hard. Intro's hard. It's a good album. It's a good album. I mean, I know people hate me, so you'll find a way to hate it or a reason hate to hate you. it. But so. fuck you, Roy. But but it's good. It's good. Sorry, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, we hitting the road next month. Let me get all my shameless plugs out the way. Hitting the road next the month. month. That shit is in two weeks. Oh yeah, not next month. Damn shit, I better get my show together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we hitting the road in two weeks. We start uh the twenty second. At BB Kings in New York, the 23rd, we're in Boston, Middle East, and then we rocking from there. Uh, get your tickets now. You can check my Twitter at Joe Budden or my Instagram at Joe Budden uh, to be uh, updated with that as they come in. So, yeah, we're going to have a good tour. We're going to have a good album. We're going to have a good winter, and then we're going to get ready for the pool party in the spring. Now that we're settled into my mansion, uh, yeah, now that we're settled in. Fuck your mansion. Oh, don't be horrible. Don't, don't do that. that. Place. Yeah, me too, but still, it's beautiful. <laughs> and I feel well, like in the winter, I'm going to hate it even more. It gets really cold in there with all the fucking windows. I just had to fucking cut the heat on. I'm a little mad oh, about that. That huge. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be all settled in by then. We'll have a good pool party in the spring, and just that fast, your entire year is mapped out, and you want to just pray to God that you make it to see another day. Wow. Wait a minute. Well, uh, yeah, sleeper, so- sleeper songs. Oh, yeah, let's do a sleeper song. Do I have a sleeper song? I have Yo, my, uh <laughs> Let's do a... Uh, pause even though it's two of us in here and there's been mad gay jokes i'm doing only this. from you might i add undercover gay man excuse me you made a shot at atlanta and said uh that i was doing gay things down there because i was in atlanta or was i just saying the truth <laughs> tune in next week to find out on undercover <laughs> rory all right bro this is getting out of hand we gotta end this <laughs> we, sh- we should really end this play a fucking sleeper dick face i got the oxes right there for you why? You got some shit that's going to body it? What, what you playing? Ain't none of your business. I don't, I don't know. I'm going I, to cuffing season shit. I don't know what I'm playing. It's really cold yeah. outside, so I'm going to play a, a cuffing season record. So go ahead and play it because I got to find out what I'm playing. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Stop I've trying, got, stop trying got to a, mold I've, the situation. A like, oh, I, had no, I had no idea. No, nah, I've been blasting Imani all day because he's got a project coming out soon. Blackheart available. Follow Imani at the only Imani because this shit is hard. Uh, let's see here. What will I play? All right, I got mine. I should play an Amani record. He might but you bad. did that already. Uh, have I played Amani? Yeah, you did it a few weeks ago. 
I played in a Monty record a few weeks ago. No, uh, I didn't. <laughs> a few months ago, you did. Yeah, when his last EP came out. <laughs> really? Because that's my man's. Oh, and so. it was a great record. Oh, so I played a Monty record too. Well, is it out yet? Don't be a dick. Yeah, no, it's out. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah, I did um, The Other Side of Love from his last uh, EP, which was great. All right, so I'm going to do uh, I Belong to You then. All right, so mine is not really a record. It's a mashup, if you will. Shout out to all the West Indians. No, I'm not playing Soka. This is for all the cuffing season people. Uh, it is Beyonce, Speechless Rocket, and D'Angelo Untitled all mashed up into one record. It's seven minutes long, which is perfect for adult sex, not young sex. Before you <laughs> before you continue, do you know Ash, shout out to Ash. Ash is so great. She should be in marketing. Ash suggested that some of those verified mixes I should let rock after the podcast. That'd be for, cool. For just yeah. like an hour of music. Do you think they would take us down? Yeah, I do think they would take us down. Dude, we couldn't even have shook ones for 30 seconds. Yeah, but I'm listening to all these other podcasts and all these niggas with their fucking intros and all of this extra added production shit. They don't take them down. We'll see one day. I'm not Let's try it yet. with just, just a verified mix on like your shit. Yeah, we'll then see we'll what happens. All right, go ahead. You were saying. All right, yeah. This is uh, called Untitled Rocket by Jay Beats, who is the DJ. Speechless, Rocket, and D'Angelo Untitled. Why, thank you for that special announcement. I do love this a lot. I got this from you, right? Yeah, that's great, right? I'm actually mad I never played it on here. High volume. uses a condom to this record you do not deserve to have this record first of all what is a condom number one it's something you put on uh like a hamburger or never heard of it <laughs> like a hamburger <laughs> or like a hot dog or something you know the things at mcdonald's they have them next to the straws well yeah that goes on d'angelo comes in it's seven minutes long which is great for like people that want to have it's great for niggas that's done in seven sex. minutes yeah. like me <laughs> I'm, like to the point, sex. My, you ain't get this out the way in seven <laughs> minutes. I don't know what to tell you, baby. Uh, so I'm gonna play Amani belongs to you. He's gonna kill me because it's not the mastered version of the record. It's the version that he sent me. Sorry, Amani, in advance. Wait, hold but on. It, it's such might... a great record. Uh, do I have? Uh, we don't care. Let's play this version so right. people. Uh, can... No, I might have the real version on my laptop. No, I know, but we don't want to give that to them here. They can buy it. Oh. 
guess that's fair. They can buy it and get the real version. Amani, you body this should be. Oh no. Guess what? I I'm, only have the rough time. I'm not even saying that because you my man either. Dead ass. Hey. I'm the man, but you already know by now. Talk to these niggas, E. Came out to say, take it all off of yeah, me. I'm on you. Spread your legs like you jump man 23. I know you're not stripping for free. I got bands like a drum and a beat, and you know. Sometimes they strip for free when you real, E. My if bad. If I know all this money, I probably could pay for your ass. And I ain't paying for no bitch. I ain't got email, no bookings that's up in your grand bio. But there's something about you that's been making me want you so bad. Come work for this money. I reserve the spot right in front of you. I'm throwing these walls, and it's just us two. Do I have to do this every time to stay on your mind? Cause if I do, I will. I will. Girl, the stage belongs to you. And every single I throw on your body. That's Amani. It's called Belongs to You. It's on a new EP coming out real soon. It's called Black Heart. I'm going to kick it with Amani soon. I got to call him afterward about the tour we're going on. And that's all we got, man. Rory, another week in the books. <laughs> Interesting week, to say the least. Yeah, whatever. Hopefully one of these fucktars do some real stupid shit this week so we can talk about it next week. <laughs> That's who we've become. Raging the Machine, Jesus October Christ. 21st. BB King's October 22nd. Make sure you come out. I will see you there. Until then, have an amazing week. Be blessed. Peace and love. Peace and love sounded real gay. <laughs> that seems to be the theme of this. <laughs> With you. Whatever. Fuck you, Roy. We out. Listen, man. Go back to your boys. Tonight's the night